Well, hello, all our audience and listeners and viewers on CHP Talks. Uh, I'm Rod Taylor, national leader of the CHP, and I am on my way home from a uh, about a nine-day trip, something like that. Was in Ottawa for Canada Day, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, then I was back in Calgary, visited Calgary, Medicine Hat, Lethbridge, Creston. Now I'm in Kamloops and on my way home to the beautiful Bulkley Valley in northern British Columbia. But tonight we have a new guest, has not been on CHP Talks before, and is a special guest. This is our new deputy leader. As some of you may know, uh, Peter Vogel has taken up a new full-time job and a ministry work. And uh, he'll be back from time to time. He, uh, he's still involved with the CHP and will continue to be helping us out here and there, writing communiques and uh, being occasionally on CHP Talks. But he is uh, doing a full-time job now. So I'm going to introduce you right now to our new deputy leader, Mr. Ken Stouffer. Uh Ken, thanks for being with us tonight and thanks for taking up this role of deputy leader. Hey, Rod, it's a pleasure to be here tonight, and uh, it's a real honor and privilege to to be in this role of uh, of the uh, deputy leader for Christian Aries Party. So I'm going to uh, give a little bit of your bio to the folks. This is the first time some of them will have seen or known about you, really. And so uh, for those who don't know, Ken Stouffer lives in Alliston, Ontario. He's been interested in politics since university days. He was involved previously with the Federal Conservative Party and the Reform Party and served for a number of years as a director in local riding associations there. Uh, he's been in business, five years selling life insurance, over 30 years in recruitment, recruiting people for professional and management roles in big businesses like Maple Leaf Foods, Walmart, IBM, Honda, and so on. He's been self-employed for the past 12 years and uh, as I mentioned before, based in Alliston. Uh, his work has been very people-oriented, uh, intensive uh, sales work and, and in intensively interacting with people, which is good, uh, and thinks that will be, and we agree, that will be helpful in the world of politics that he's entering into now. He's planning to be a candidate for us, by the way, in the upcoming election, whenever that may be. And uh, so he also... You know, in uh, introducing him to you, he's a committed Christian. Uh, he's been married to his wife, Ursula, for 42 years. Together, they have five children, 25 grandchildren. He's been a Sunday school teacher, served as missions chair, uh, volunteers as a shift, shift supervisor at the door, a teen drop-in center operated by Youth for Christ. He served as an elder at, at a previous church, member of district executive committee, of the central uh the for the central canadian district christian and missionary alliance church for six years served on the board of a christian not-for-profit for a number of years and he is a member of grace baptist church in alliston where he co-leads the evangelism and outreach ministry he's interested in history biographies theology and uh, outdoor wilderness trips and so on basketball hockey uh, anyway, uh, it's great to have you on board with us, Ken, and I look forward to working with you in the years ahead. I certainly appreciate uh, all the work that uh, Peter Vogel has done for the party, even before he served as my deputy leader, and uh, that we know he's going to continue. But uh, thank you for stepping into this role, which 
has a lot of angles to it, and we know that you're you're well prepared for that. So um, we were going. We have to keep this short because I've got another call coming uh, very shortly. I quickly checked into this uh, motel here in Kamloops, and I've got two more calls uh, that I have to participate in tonight. So we're going to move ahead. Um, Ken and I were just recently in Ottawa at the Canada Day, Dominion Day celebrations. And uh, Ken, what are, what are your recollections of that? We met a lot of great people. We saw a lot of neat things. Just uh, maybe share a little bit what uh, your experience was there. Sure, well, you know what? It's always a, a great blessing to get together with like-minded people who value the freedom that we've enjoyed here in Canada. And, and we certainly got to see and interact with lots of those folks. and. Um, to hear uh, some talks uh, from the front of the podium there um, from people like Pastor Hildebrand, who's received uh, numerous fines for his uh, stand for freedom and his uh, stand uh, against tyranny. And, and um, I really appreciate it. That was the highlight for me was Pastor Hildebrand's comments about our Christian heritage and about the the 25 Bible verses that are engraved in various places in the, the walls of the Peace Tower and the and our Parliament buildings and um, the passion with which he spoke and really the reminding people of our Christian heritage. That was just so wonderful to hear. And um, there's been a lot of controversy around this whole issue of standing up and challenging our government on on the rather oppressive and tyrannical uh, position that they've taken over the last year. And, and uh, you know, I think that uh, there's a great little book that I read recently called um, The Lesser Magistrate, which sets forth the biblical case for resisting tyranny uh, when it's clearly against the, the biblical way. So anyway, um, that, that was a real highlight. It was wonderful how the snowbirds came across just at yeah. the exact right time there. And uh, so anyway, it was a wonderful day. Yeah, the last note of the O Canada was just hanging in the air when the snowbirds came swooping low over the lawn of the Supreme Court. It just, I think, gave everybody there a thrill that we must have had. A, I'm, I'm guessing about 2,500 people on the lawn there. At the time, I don't know if I ever heard a, a, a definitive number there, but that lawn was pretty well full, including a, a bunch that came over across the Portage Bridge from Quebec to join forces with us in in calling for freedom and restoration to sanity in, in dealing with this uh, COVID uh, non-crisis, the thing that has become a crisis because of the way the government has handled it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it was it was great. Uh, met and spoke with so many good people there. And, uh, you know, we had some interactions, uh, you know, Ken, you and I both uh, had some interactions with a couple of the other leaders in the freedom movement, um, Max Bernier and Derek Sloan, uh, Michael Thiessen, of course, you know, well, is uh, involved, you're involved in his church. <clears throat> but um, and Randy Hillier, it was great to chat with them, not only about the freedom issues, but about uh, things that are going on in the upcoming election, some of the issues that need to be resolved. So 
it was great to be there with you, kind of our first uh, uh, event that we did together as leader and deputy. Um, speaking of those things, we, we learned there, or I learned for the first time, I guess it was breaking news that we're very likely, I mean, we, we've been talking about a fall election. We know now that it could come as early as starting sometime in August and with a September 13th voting day. So um, Ken, you've been involved with our candidate training and uh, you're working on our election readiness team uh, already. Um, and we're, we're, we, when I get home, <laughs> we got to get back to work on some of these things to prepare ourselves and the rest of our candidates as best we can uh, for this upcoming election. Um, and along those lines, it seems like that might have been one of the things on the prime minister's mind when he uh, finally got around to appointing a new governor general. So uh, I, I was uh, pleased to see last night that Ms. Mary Simon has been appointed as a new governor general. Uh, what, what do we know about uh, Ms. Simon? Well, I've, I've uh, done just a little bit of research on her background and uh, she's had a number of leadership roles with, uh, in, the, in particularly with uh, Northern Canada. She's from an indigenous background and, uh, and has, as I say, had numerous leadership roles uh, with respect to uh, the people of Northern Canada. So looking forward to find, getting to learn more about her, but uh, I have not heard anything negative about her. So that's great to see that uh, we have someone in that position. And uh, if, if there is an election gonna happen soon, it's gonna be a very, very, I'd say the most important election in the history of our country. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's certainly a woman of stature. She's uh, uh, got a lot of experience. She seems to be very, what I saw uh, in the articles I looked up last night at my other last hotel room was uh, that she uh, has been involved in, in critical issues uh, and negotiating on behalf of uh, indigenous peoples in, in Canada. Uh, it, going back as far as uh, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the former uh, Prime Minister uh, Trudeau, uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, and uh, she was able to hold her own there. So it's an interesting appointment. I, I think it's going to be a good appointment and certainly uh, much better than um, the unfortunate uh, most recent Governor General that seemed to have a lot, as they, they always talked about the toxic atmosphere in her office and we don't need a toxic atmosphere the governor general is supposed to be a uh an interaction a, a person who interacts with you know the queen and our prime minister and represents you know uh, the crown and so on so we certainly from chp canada we welcome uh, mary simon as our new governor general we hope and trust and believe that she's capable of doing a great job. And, and certainly I think it was a, a wise uh, appointment. I don't often say that about our prime minister, uh, but this seems like uh, a very appropriate and, and wise appointment. And we look forward to working with our new governor general. And of course, one of the reasons we think that he appointed her is he needs a governor general to call an election to dissolve parliament and and set a new election uh, in motion. 
we think that might be uh, not too far away. So now that she's in place. For the Christian Heritage Party, we have been doing our candidate training. We've had, I think, six uh, online sessions with with the candidates that we have so far. We're still receiving new applications from potential candidates, and we still have the opportunity for a, a little while anyway of bringing new potential candidates online. Ken, this is this will be the first time you've been a candidate, and. Uh, I look forward to working with you both as uh, deputy and as as one of our candidates. Um, and we, the CHP, you know, we're just going to have to tie this off quickly here. But the CHP has another big event coming up in September. We don't know if it'll overlap with the election or not. Depends on what the prime minister does. And what is that event? That's our big. Um annual meeting, or I, I, I'm just learning the ropes here, but yeah. I guess it's the annual meeting, right? Well, it's actually triennial, only this year it'll be quad quadrennial because we had to skip it last year due to COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's our, our convention, policy convention, and uh, that'll be in Calgary uh, for our members who, who wish to come and discuss and debate uh, improvements to our policies meet one another. It's a great time for CHP members to uh, meet uh, the uh, executive of the party. There will be uh, elections for president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, and um, we will introduce you, our new deputy leader, to the people there as well. Um, and I think for a lot of our candidates, it, it's, we don't know yet when the Prime Minister is going to call this election. It could, we could be starting that convention all, like the day after um, voting day, or it could be uh, he might postpone it for a bit longer. But anyway, it's going to be an exciting time for us. We have some great speakers coming, including Angelina Ireland, Delta Hospice Society, and uh, Peter Vogel. That's one of the things he's still doing. Uh, and we will be meeting again. The convention committee will be meeting tomorrow night. And uh, uh, Peter Vogel will be uh, helping, or he still is uh, lining up our speakers, workshops, and so on. So anyone who is listening, uh, members who are listening and have not yet uh, determined to be at our convention, please uh, go on our website, look it up, and uh, consider registering. We, we would love to have you there. So. Well, Ken, uh, thank you for joining me. I'm going to have to join uh, another call just in moments because uh, I was invited to speak to some people that we actually met in Ottawa. And mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to, uh, this will be a short CHP Talks today, but thank you for joining us. For our listeners out there and viewers, um, this is your chance to uh, get your first glimpse at our new deputy leader. And he will be with us uh, many times in the future. So. That's great, Rod. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me to uh, participate in this tonight. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So uh, we hope all of you viewers and listeners will tune in again next week. Of course, we have uh, CHP Talks available both as a video. It'll be posted on our uh, CHP Canada Christian Heritage Party uh, Facebook page as well as our podcast, which is also CHP Talks. You can find on any of the uh, uh, podcast, uh, what do they call it, aggregators or whatever, uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, uh, Podbean, you can find the different ones. So 
Anyway, I, I guess my, uh, my camera just quit there for some reason. Anyway, God bless you all. Look forward to seeing you again next week for another edition of CHP Talks. Thank you.